Hey, cheaters. This is Josh Brandon talking uh, Euro 2020 and anything else that may come up. It is uh, it, and just as a reminder, these we're just doing these on our phone, just kind of quick check ins during the off season. So, uh, yeah, uh, Brandon, did you watch the Ukraine? Well, how are you, Brandon? And did you watch the uh, <laughs> did you watch the Netherlands Ukraine match? Josh, it is uh, just Denzel Dumfries world, and I'm just figuring out how to live inside of it. Uh, it's not that keeper's world, that's for sure. That Ukrainian keeper, I he had a lot of time to to judge the arc of that ball and yeah, and get it. I and I'm, not, I'm no goalkeeping expert, but I feel like he might have been able to do more on that. Job. I feel like you you see a lot of old goalkeepers in international tournaments. I think it, because it's kind of like I've paid my dues. I'm this country's number one. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Strecklenberg, right? He's precisely. And the older you get, Josh, we can speak from personal experience. The harder it is to get low. And to ask these lumbering old goalkeepers with the number one shirts to get low for for shots like that, it's it's just too much to ask. Also, <laughs> so a shocking number of bodies flying into goalposts uh, today. Harry Kane almost broke um, a few the ribs. The Kane one was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I guess we should be thankful for that Netherlands-Ukraine game because this uh, tournament, and most like most international tournaments, could be marked by just like – Dour performances, a lot of uh, one nils. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was a really exciting second half. Of, you know, you can't be mad. You're, if you're Dutch, maybe you're mad at Frank de Boer. I hope we got so, a lot of Dutch people in the chat today. I want to, I want to uh, talk smack about Frank de Boer. But otherwise, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta uh, FC's Frank de Boer. <laughs> yeah, precisely. I mean, so uh, from this weekend, Josh, which was which match? Besides Netherlands, Ukraine jumped out at you. Uh, that's a good question. I you know, I watched parts of of all of them. Um, I uh, I'm like, but of course, I'm also like my my I have family in town this weekend, so I I'm, I'm like struggling something to remember who played yesterday. Like yeah, right, right. Well, yesterday, um, I mean, I guess I guess we together. should mention right at the outset. Yesterday will kind of be the. Oh, the right. story of the tournament of with Christian yeah. Eriksen, which yeah. horrible scenes. Uh, I, I don't know that we really need to say anything about it because it's all being said by by people totally. of, of more importance than us. But um, watching matches after after that incident with Christian Eriksen, and you see like stands at twenty five percent capacity. I don't want to take away from what we're about to talk about for the next thirty to forty five minutes. But. No, but I mean it's a, it's a huge. It is, it is the like. I mean, that, that the match we just saw was great. We should talk about that in a second. But, I mean, the Erickson thing, I mean, it is the story of, of Euro so far. Yeah. I mean, it was really incredible. It's it the kind of thing that even my, my family, who are not, um, you know, major watchers of international football, I mean, even even they were, were riveted, you know. And, uh, I mean, you know, we don't have to talk about the actual clip, but that was, you know, I was watching that when it happened. I don't know if you were as well, but it was, it was really haunting. I mean, yeah. it was really just like I kind of couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, it was pretty remarkable. Well, and what was striking about it was you, if an incident like that happens, the odds are it's going to happen, happen off the ball. And that he collapsed when the ball was coming to him just really kind of accentuated like, oh, my, something, yeah. something very wrong has, has happened yep. here. So it, it, it is really it, it is kind of interesting to me to talk about it as a, as a TV event, as, as gross as that sounds. But no, that's I know how, what you mean, that, though. You that's how the that. whole world yeah. is consuming these tournaments is on TV broadcast. And then how do you handle it? And then I thought it was, you know, it, it's just 
it's incredible to see how the fans and the teams reacted where they know they're so conscious of the fact that they're being watched, that yeah. they crowded around Christian so that he, while people were tried, were, were saving his life, could have his privacy. And then even when it was coming off the field. So it's just yeah, you like, played, you played yourself. I mean, not, not professionally, but you played, you know, in, in club teams and things like that for a long time. Did you ever have a situation that you can remember where somebody got really injured on the pitch? Um, I mean, I was, I played on a team where somebody did their ACL, but that's Ooh, like, wow. it's that an injury like that. Like you see so many weekends watching the premier league is it's usually a non-contact thing and it's not dramatic in right. when it happens and the player, you know, they, even though it's kind of pain- walking on their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like emotionally painful when they know that they're not going to really be able to be fit to play for, for months and months and months and months. But I've never, ever seen anyone say even lose consciousness. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone concussed on the field. Oh, so, I, I feel like I've seen that. Cause that I remember that happening to uh, Didier Drogba, like, God, it must be seven or eight years ago now. Uh, but I remember that happened in the second half of a, of a Chelsea match uh, that was really intense. I remember there's like 13 minutes of extra time. I remember after that, I think well, you know, I've, it's funny. I've brought certainly up seen the post. people concussed a, a TV broadcast. I was thinking more like, like in person, but, um, Oh, in person. Oh, sorry. Okay. Great. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, even I like NFL people get concussed like every 20 minutes. So yeah, you and I, Josh, just walk into the corner store could get concussed. It's really, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's invite, let's invite somebody up to, to talk. Uh, yeah. If anyone 20 with us. Yeah. Yeah. For for those listening on the podcast, we've got some people uh, who are going to join us on the stage, and we'll have some uh, a chat with them. If you want to join us in future locker room chats, we do these every week. You uh, can download the locker room app for iOS and uh, join us. So, yeah, anyone who's listening out there who wants to join, just hit the speaker request button. And if you don't, I'm going to call on you like a terrible professor. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. That's crazy. So I'm going to do that. Get very intense. <laughs> I'm going to do exactly that to our friend James. Who, uh, he's he's always good for uh, for some incisive commentary. So James, welcome to the stage. Have you how, have you been enjoying the Euros so far this weekend? I have been, though I was not watching the game with Erickson. I was at the pool with the kiddos, uh, sitting by the pool, and. Um, and literally my watch, my Apple watch started blowing up with people asking me like, what's happening? What's going on? I was like, I don't know. I'm at the pool. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Um, that was an I incredible got, like, people- free ad for Apple watches right there, James. So uh, <laughs> Apple, Apple contact us, please. <laughs> a, bonus, a bonus plug. <laughs> this is, okay. This is, this is the thing. But, James, but what I'm you're living. The, the people, go the ahead. Go ahead, James. Me, the, the people who contact me were people like my grandmother who like doesn't know anything about soccer. Who's yeah. just like, what's happening? I hear something crazy is happening in this major soccer game. Yeah, that that's summertime for you. There's really not much else going on besides uh, Denmark playing Finland. So uh, the grandmas of the world had their antennas. <laughs> yeah, up. it's it's too bad too because it was Finland's debut. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm still surprised that they played the game that night. And you know, I I feel like there was a lot of moralizing around everything that happened yesterday. And I I I'd like tried not to indulge in that too much because uh, I feel like it's sort of like, I don't know what's in these players' heads. Like, you know, if, if the Denmark players wanted to play, then then so be it. You know, like, I don't think there's anything, like, morally wrong with that necessarily. Well, and, and I've um, been reporting, Josh, that Erickson FaceTimed his teammates from the hospital and asked them to play. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. that's true, but I did hear – I did see that re- reporting from, like, some credible reporters. 
I heard that too. And so I, I also heard he may never play again, which is such a sad thing to think. Um, really, yeah, you think about what happened to uh, Francis Mwamba, another former Spurs player. When he was on Bolton, he collapsed on the field, and that was the end of his career. Uh, he survived, thank, thank goodness. But um, it's 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 kind of mind-numbing, the, the fork in the road there for somebody in Christian Eriksen's position in that you're – you're playing at the top of your at the top of your field, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. And um, suddenly, it's kind of a life or death decision. You you have to quit the game and the profession that you you love, and you're probably born to to do. Um, or you could or you could die, and that's that's terrifying. All right, let's get off the death then. I mean, we, we talk about death a lot on the right. podcast. I'm, I'm going uh, yeah. to invite Daniel up to speak because I saw in the chat he, he was talking about Italy. And I think if there has been – well, I think it's an interesting question. Which is the one team so far after this weekend's matches that has actually impressed? And uh, Daniel, I, I, I think Italy is at the front of your mind. Oh, yeah, just because they serve me so well in fantasy, too. But Josh doesn't <laughs> want to hear about that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're I'm on, on a break. break. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's Italy and Belgium. I mean, they're they're way ahead. And honestly, even though Netherlands won, that game was a little embarrassing after the yeah. defense of such sure. And And uh, but going back to Belgium, I, I agree with you, Daniel. It, it's incredible just how Lukaku put that team on his shoulders. Uh, basically, no Eden Hazard, no Kevin De Bruyne, yet still they put three past Russia. I mean, you could, yeah. you could say Russia is not the best competition for them in, in their first yeah. match, but but yeah, like it. Uh, does anyone know if De Bruyne is going to get back into the starting lineup for Belgium during this I tournament? Was, I was just about to ask that. Undoubtedly, right? I mean, you know, if he's able to, I mean, you know, it, thankfully it's it's like an orbital bone in his head, right? So he, he should, in theory, I, I, I have you guys heard? It's kind of funny. It's like everyone's getting so banged up right now, but I've heard he may have to be like Peter Check style, like wear a um, protective headgear for the rest of his career, kind of like what Rudiger was wearing. Yeah, or, like we're, well, yeah, I think big, or, like bigger than that actually. More like uh, a like a scrum helmet, like you might wear in rugby. Oh, I gotcha. You know, actually, my, I might be thinking of uh, is, I might be thinking of uh, Raul Jimenez. Actually, I might, I might be grouping those two together. A lot of head injuries right now. It's a, it's a it maybe is, they should all no, be wearing if, hats, if it's, helmets. If it's an orbital <laughs> bone, it would be like around his eyes. So you'd have to wear like one of those masks, like NBA players wear, right? Like yeah, Kurt, like Kurt Rambis. Yeah, yeah. Rip, Rip Hamilton. Yeah, uh, didn't wasn't it? Joel Embiid had to wear one for like an entire season yeah. or something. Yeah, Bill like Bill Bill, Bill wore one in the early 1990s. So, yeah, lots of uh, it's a great history, and you, and you look like a like a like a serial killer too. So there's kind of a fun. <laughs> I, I was thinking he's a but sure, we go with that. <laughs> So what did everyone what did everyone think about England's performance today? Uh, you know, going back to our point about the it was the it was quintessential drab international tournament fair one nil. Um, I was legitimately uh, blown away by Calvin Phillips's performance. I thought he looked tremendous, probably his best performance in an England shirt in his young England career. And then Sterling, right? Sterling will get all the headlines. I mean, absolutely. Is is Phillips the uh, 
Jaime Rodriguez Memorial Player of the Game or Player of the Tournament. Like, yeah. he's gonna get a move to Manchester United for a hundred. He is pounds, good though. I mean, I, million he, pounds. He's been a pleasure to watch uh, for for Leeds this year. I mean, he, you know, I, I was actually thinking about him earlier because the, the role that he plays it's a little bit like um, the role of like a safety in the NFL, where it's you know you're, you're just sort of like you, you have to do a lot of different things, you know, sort of read the pitch really well read the field in the case of safety, but it's also the kind of position where you get injured all the time. And I feel like that's like where, where uh, he is right now, where it's like when, when he's healthy, he really made Leeds tick. And um, I, I was actually really impressed that he got in there, that he got into the squad because I know that there was a little yeah. bit of uh, yeah. um, doubt about whether he would. I think that, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Who is the, uh, who am I thinking of? Who would have been, who would have played this place? Um, Jordan Henderson, maybe Jordan Henderson. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, that would have been premature. Right. I mean, Henderson hasn't played. Did he come on for like a minute at the end of Liverpool's final yeah, to, to miss a penalty? Of course. Right. So, <laughs> no, I, I think that probably didn't help his chances. It was it, reminiscent of when Kyle Beckerman was, uh, the U S men's national team safety in the, our last world cup. of Right. Yeah. Uh, like but strong wait, Kyle, Kyle Beckerman vibes to briefly interview George. If you want to come join us, you can uh, hit that little, um, uh, invite to speak button there. So I'm just wanted to be inclusive. Brandon invite everyone <laughs> on. Yeah. I think you do have to give Southgate credit for the Calvin Phillips pick. I mean, he starts him today, but um, Phillips was in the England squad even before Leeds had played a minute in the Premier League. So Southgate had sort of sniffed him out very early on um, in his in his sort of like top top flight career. So you know you well, got to give Southgate credit for something. And and you know according to FPL Twitter uh, it's coming home after today because things, <laughs> they it? beat Croatia and uh, three of the uh, three of the last four teams to beat Croatia have gone on to win their major tournament like in a major tournament if you beat Croatia you win the tournament apparently well so, it was a revenge yeah. match because Croatia was the squad that knocked England out in the semifinals in um, the France World Cup. There, the the French won World Cup, so yeah, that tracks. That tracks. James. Well, and uh, and it didn't help that Luka Modric talked so much trash before the game. <laughs> yeah, like, what, I mean, probably not very smart, Luka. I mean that that squad looked a little over the hill today. I mean, they didn't look terrible, but um, I, even though it was it was it was a it was a very sober one nil England. They they were always going to win that match, from my estimation. Oh, they never looked uncomfortable, is the way that yeah. I would describe it. They, ne- yeah. they also never put it into second gear. They like were stuck in third gear the whole game, yeah. except for that- except for a one basketball inbound play. That- so so looking ahead to the next couple of days, I was looking at Monday and Tuesday's matches. We actually really have some some great matches coming up. Uh, I'm kind of low-key interested in the Scotland-Czech Republic match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think that'll mm-hmm. be kind of fun. Uh, see if my boy Shea Adams can can keep it going, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, and then, you have uh, him in the goal scorer challenge, Josh. We haven't talked about that. That's the one uh, yeah. quasi fantasy game we've selected to let's, play this turn. Yeah, let's get to that in just a second here. Uh, but uh, Hungary, Portugal on Tuesday, and then Germany, France uh, is yeah. the final group stage match. Uh, the final, you know, first round of group stage matches. Uh, and that's uh, Tuesday afternoon. That is like put the kids to bed, Brandon. Put them oh to bed nice, nice and early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Three, three in the afternoon. All right, everyone, it's bedtime. Shut put the those lights off. Kids to bed, my friend. <laughs>
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, yeah, Goal Score Challenge uh, has been fun. I, you know, like, it's, it is true that I'm such a sports optimist, Brandon, that I went into this Goal Score Challenge thing and I was like, all right, so 50 games, you got to just pick one player to score a goal in every game. And I was like, I'm going to go 50 for 50. Like, this is this is too easy. Like, I was like there aren't that many matches. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think I went 0, 0 for 4 to start. <laughs> I was yeah. totally off. I got way too cute with every pick. I was going for, like, even though like Italy, like we're, we're clearly the team to pick from. I, I picked a, a forward from Turkey, um, and I was like, well, like you know, he was like the starting forward for for uh, Lyon, and I was like, well, they just won uh, the French league. He's going to be on fire. Uh, I should bring him in. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I got a goal from Wolf Veghorst today. Uh, oh, nice. I, yep. Yeah. And then I had Lukaku yesterday. So how, how are you doing so far? What, what, what's your thoughts so far on the goal scar challenge thing? It's kind of fun. Well, uh, I have three goals thus far. One is from Lukaku. The other is from Arnautovic. And then the uh, the third one, I frankly have no memory of who scored it. it <laughs> was it from Italy? Was it it wasn't Italy yeah. because um, I actually missed the deadline for the Italy match, so that nice. was a that was a goose egg <laughs> right out of the gate. So I've still I've still got Immobile in my back pocket. I didn't realize re- to start that um, once you pick a goal scorer from a particular team, you cannot pick them a second time. Um, right, which which of course makes sense. Otherwise, you'd just be picking CR seven, you know, every, every week. Um, sure. So I picked Memphis Dupai for this Netherlands match, and he's you know there are three goals. He doesn't score any of them, and now he's off the board for me. And that is frustrating with the goal scorer challenges. If you pick a marquee goal scorer and they do nothing, then they're totally off the board for the rest of the tournament. So um, that's a wrinkle that, of course, makes it an interesting game. But to figure that out was was shocking to me. (laughs) It's a different perspective. I am enjoying – yeah, I mean, I guess the other other kind of corollary to this is how are you feeling about not playing – any any kind of fantasy right now. I mean, the the, the goal score account challenge to me is just like a fun way to stay engaged. Yeah. Like, to me, that's not like a proper fantasy yeah. sport. I mean, are you, are you missing it? Do you feel left out in any way, or how are you feeling about that? Well, I definitely do not miss it. Do I feel left out? I feel left out insofar as um, you know the online, particularly on social media. Uh, drill it down to Twitter. Why don't we? Um, uh-huh. Lots of great people on there, and I kind of don't have anything to talk about with them. 
uh, at this time. <laughs> so it's, it's less that I want, I want to talk about fantasy with them. It's more, they've, it's sort of like, uh, friend, you, you meet up with an old friend and you realize you no longer have anything in common. Um, yeah. If we were to have I got, that I phenomenon to, just for the summer, that's kind of what I'm feeling like right now. Yeah. I feel like I got a little burned, uh, world cup 2018. I felt like I, spent like a ton of time like learning all of these random players. Like I like learned, you know, it was like players from like South American leagues. And I was like studying up and learning like, defenders and it was just like a lot. And then you like get yourself ready. You set up this, you know, this team, you have to learn the new rules of a new game too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then like, you know, Chile or whatever gets knocked out three games and you're like, wait, so I just spent like eight hours, like, <laughs> like reading about <laughs> the Chilean yeah. national team. And just like I mean, hours. that is, that is uh, the yeah. cool thing for, for people like you and me, Josh, who were like, we're, we're very focused on one particular league, the premier league international tournaments are a fun moment to be introduced to Breaking up a little bit. Yeah. And you, well, you break that up and also you just get to see players that you've heard about from other leagues actually play on the pitch or, um, you know, I'm not talking about the Lewandowski's who you'll see in a champions league match, but, um, just other, other random players, which yeah. is cool. But Wolf, Wolf Vegkors branded. I mean, there you go right there. He's the guy. I mean, bring him to City. Forget Erling Holland. He's he's yesterday's man. But um, I, if if it's the summertime, if we're meant to be kind of like taking it easy, you know, uh, chilling out with the Coors Light, as I like to say, um, I feel like the Euro fantasy game should be less taxing. Like I, it, it was. It it seems to be like a version of the Bundesliga fantasy game that we played last summer when uh, Bundesliga beat the Premier League out of COVID lockdown. But it's like to change your captains around, be, picking people off the bench. I I need to be less active during the summer, and I feel like there needs to be some sort of balance of I do the, the tournament. I, right. I love- I, I know it's always just funny about you though, because I feel like you're like you're always like exhausted, and I'm like I don't even know what you do. <laughs> like I know what you're doing all the time. Well, <laughs> you're like I don't have time for this. <laughs> so I'm actually I'm actually playing this year for the first time. It's the first time I've ever done non uh, FPL, and I actually like that you can change out the subs because there's less and captain because there's less pressure to get your team right right before match day. Like, yeah. oh, this player didn't return as my captain. Okay, I'm just going to switch it to Lukaku. Guess what? He scored. Okay, I, he's got 20 points. He's locked in. I'm not going to – they're also not – there's no bonus, so there's no worry about like, oh, well, this defender in this 0-0 draw, he's going to get the totally. points because he had one extra clearance than everybody else. Right. You're like when you're looking at like misplayed passes, you're like, oh, well, there's – there's two in a row. Like, uh, <laughs> right. It's just, and, and, and I don't know that honestly, the slack, I'm going to, uh, you know, give a free pitch to the slack. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, that's inbounds, James, the always with, cheating slack. Go to patreon.com slash always cheating. We can even work a plug into the locker room. So that was a next. soft slack. That was a very, very soft. <laughs> I like that. So it, I've had a, I've had a ton of fun. I feel like no pressure is on. Wow. Jay, yeah. James, you, I feel like you very, um, Diplomatically put me in my place there. And, I, I, and we I we argue about this all the time. I was, just, I was just saying that like <laughs> nobody nobody on the Patreon seems to be taking it very seriously, and so that makes me yeah. feel like I don't have to take it seriously. If yeah, Patreon enough. were taking it seriously, then I probably wouldn't I can't. Play. I yeah, I can't do that though. I can't like uh, I, I don't know. Like uh, I, I feel like I'm. I, I really have a hard time 
being like 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 half involved in that kind of stuff. I feel like I, t- I tend to kind of go overboard. Like there's no like I can't like tr- uh, I can't like run the valve like no half measures. Like, oh, yeah, I can't just get a little bit of water out of the faucet. You know, it's got to be like it's a full, full blast. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you see me do dishes, Brandon. It's a that is a, a that is an image. Everywhere. That is yeah. an image, Jeff. <laughs> just like an uncontrollable fire hose in, in your hands. <laughs> So uh, all right. I, I want to come back okay. to this point, though, that you, you want to know what I'm doing all day. We have this argument all the time, Josh. You ask me how my weekend was, and I say, oh, I ran a few errands. And you, you, your favorite line is, uh, I don't know when an errand is. I've never had to do one. Uh, and I hope to never find out or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've had an errand before. I just can't remember ever having one. I have to be honest with you. Um, I have a kid though. A kid is like having like a hundred errands every day. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that, that is, that is true. Uh, and, and I think James, James, James should be our model of the summer because James is chilling out, having fun with the Euro fantasy game while also taking his kids to the pool. I mean, James, you that's seem that's to have it all figured out. How do you balance it all? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Excellent. All right. Yeah, the, the grass is always greener, says says Brandon. All right. So, I, well, I, any I any other think, take? Uh, sorry, James. Let, what were you let, saying? No, I said just let the wife make the decisions about the pool and stuff, and I just go along. Be I mean, I, I'm all for going with the flow. That is the way to be. Yeah. Absolutely, Brandon. I, I would say you're a, you're a wife guy. I think I think that's a fair <laughs> thing. Fair assessment. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know that's that's not a bad thing, but I, 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 I definitely probably, probably uh, qualify as a wife guy. Any any other takeaways from the Euros this weekend, so we can get back to the the footy chat, uh, or is it mostly just sort of like cracking open that bottle of red and letting it breathe in anticipation yeah. of uh, France Germany? I guess if I had a final thought, it would just be that. I mean, the Ericsson thing aside. Uh, it's been really fun just to have. I mean, I, I mean, because I, I do agree with James about the stakes in general, which is just that it's it's fun to watch a tournament that is that is being taken seriously. That you know that like clearly the the you know there are more fans in the stands. The players are competing hard. They really want to win. But as a fan, as a person just watching the sport, I don't feel hugely invested. But I love having it on. You know, so it's just, it's just been fun to have like soccer on. You know, or football, whatever. That like I'm not obsessively tracking every minute of it, you know, like, like the way I do during the Premier League all season where I'm just like, you know, not a minute goes by that I'm not like kind of keeping an eye on what's happening, you know? So, um, to just kind of casually watch matches all day. That's, that's been a blast. And I, I'm like, I want to like bottle up this feeling and like bring it into next season, you know, that's sort (laughs) of like, just like they'd take it easy. I mean, Brandon, the Eagles said it first and best, didn't they? You Mm -hmm. know? Uh, so just, yeah, just take it easy. Living it up in the hotel, California. (laughs) i don't want to be a desperado anymore yeah a little a little teaser for everyone out there listening uh sowing the seeds the cheaters are going to be launching the new premier league season live from a little town called las vegas lost bloody vegas uh more details coming soon but uh with our with our blue wire uh family we're gonna be um up to some up to some cool stuff in Las Vegas to start the Premier League season, uh, which is going to be awesome. All right, Brennan, shall we head off? 
Yeah, let's do it, Josh. Great talking with you. Thanks to James and Daniel and everyone else who joined us in the locker room. And we'll talk to you again next week. Um, and I guess it, I guess we should say for people listening on the podcast feed, um, these informal chats are super fun. Regular podcasts will be coming back to your feed uh, when we start prepping for the new FPL season. Yeah, very soon. Brendan, always, every time we, we go off for a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's take a nice long break. And then I start getting antsy right around this time. Yeah. I'm like, Brandon, we need yeah. to start again. We need to start. You're, so, you're, you're like, uh, you're like that guy in the Hurt Locker, uh, Jeremy yeah. Renner. <laughs> yeah, you, you, that is, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I'm you're looking at cereal boxes at the yeah. grocery store and you're just like, exactly. nothing matters unless I'm playing FBL. I know, exactly. So, all right, man. Well, I will talk to you and everybody else soon. Bye. All right, Poku forever.